0: What's up? It's your host Tori and who is ready to be petty? I hope those of you in Canada had a good Thanksgiving. I did. I spent it with my family and I cannot believe it's already mid-October. Which means it is almost RTBP's second year anniversary and I want to put together a clip show. If you have any moments or bits or segments of RTBP that you've enjoyed and appreciated or laughed at, In the past two years, especially some deep dives I'm looking for, please let me know by like Instagram DM or Twitter or Facebook, and I'll include it in the episode. I also want to remind you that it's really important to vote. Uh, Here in BC, we have a provincial election, and then obviously the U.S. election is coming up. So this is just your probably daily reminder to hit those polls Mail in that ballot. Do whatever you need to do to flex that democratic muscle. (laughs) It is more important these days more than ever before, probably. (laughs) Anyways, let's get back to our regular scheduled programming. I've got a great guest for you today. Kelly from Laguna Biatch Instagram. We talk about so much Laguna Beach tea and the hills and very cavalry. And it's just really nice to really deep dive into something that was so important to me growing up. If you're looking for some lighthearted content and you like those shows, I highly recommend you check out our Instagram and her podcast. But I think it's time to get to the show. I'm here with a very special guest, probably one that you recognize from Instagram. Kelly from Laguna Beach is here. Kelly, how are you?
1: Good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited
0: me too i reached out when i was in kind of a moment of like i need to figure out what i'm doing with this podcast (laughs) (laughs) i was like i i feel like i need to like reach for the stars so i was like hey like (laughs) would you be interested in coming on so i'm so glad yeah that this worked out
1: absolutely i'm so excited that was such like a big ego boost (laughs) reaching for the stars is (laughs) me thank you (laughs)
0: it truly is though i love your account so much i'm a new um follower maybe in the last like six months okay and then i have binged like your entire podcast catalog during quarantine as well so yeah this truly is a reach for the stars moment
1: well thank you i'm happy to be here
0: can you tell us a little bit about yourself
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, my name's Kelly. I feel like I'm about to sound like a dating profile. Um, I live in Nashville now. Grew up in Massachusetts. Um, I created a page Laguna Beach just over three years ago. It's still like actively growing, which is great. Um, there haven't been any like super low valleys or super high peaks. I feel like it's just been steady growth, which is great. Um, I've been mm-hmm. able to talk to a lot of the cast members. I've become friendly with a few of them. And yeah, it's just, it's been a lot of fun and I get to talk to awesome people like you. So that's exciting.
0: It's actually wild how I feel like your account has become like the top resource for Laguna Beach and Hills drama. And it's kind of had a resurgence, I feel like, in quarantine. I feel like a lot of people are going back and watching Um, And we have the Laguna Beach reunion coming up. So I think a lot of people are taking like a a new interest in it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was joking because I've been I used to
1: do lives with cast members a lot. And I've been trying to get Jason and Talon since I started the page. And they both joined over um, quarantine. And I was like, it just took a pandemic, but I got (laughs) them.
0: What made you want to start the account? Because I feel like, is Laguna Beach like your absolute favorite show? Because I feel like I could start a fan account about like several things. Like what made you choose this one specifically?
1: Well, what's funny is I saw a lot of like OC and One Tree Hill pages popping up. And then I noticed that there wasn't anything for really Laguna or the Hills. And I was like, people had to have loved them. Like I still have my DVDs. My girls and I would have wine night and watch it. So one night when I was drinking wine with one of my friends, I was like, do you think it would be weird if I made a fan account called Laguna Beach and kind of like played off Laguna beach in the Hills? Is that embarrassing for me to do? And she just told me, she's like, no way, go for it. And I'm so glad that she encouraged me.
0: I love that. Did you originally like attach your name to the Instagram account? Because I remember you didn't. No. Okay, I feel the same way because when I first started this podcast, I told like my immediate friends and it was already after I had released an episode because I was just like so embarrassed. And I feel like it's so hard to also like put yourself out there and like have people I don't know engage with your content if and then like you think it's bad or something so i there's tons of people in my life that i still haven't even like talked to them about it
1: i feel like now everyone in my life knows about it for sure but when i first started only a handful of people knew i wouldn't put my face on my story i wouldn't do anything and then i think i did it a few times and people were like oh that's you you're laguna biatch and i was like wait i am laguna biatch like i should own this so i kind of was able to make captions more from kelly rather than just about laguna beach and i think that has helped a lot
0: yeah i totally agree like i really think that that's like the secret sauce of these types of accounts is when you know, the person behind it because yeah, anyone could just make a fan account, but it, it makes it special when you uh, feel like, you know, the the person.
1: Yeah. And when Jessica agreed to do the live, I was doing these things. They were called Friday night lives. And it was just when I moved to Nashville, I really had no friends. And I was like, let me live stream an episode of Laguna, see what people think. And eventually I got Jessica to join a live interview. She was the first cast member to do it. And I was like, I guess I'm really embracing just letting everybody know who I am.
0: I love that. That's so cool. Yeah, I feel that way too. And sometimes I go in phases. Like I feel like there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, I really want to be more private about Mm -hmm. something, Um, which is funny because like my like 100 listeners are like, okay, girl. (laughs) like We're, we're cool with whatever, but like, um, I don't know, there is something about it that, yeah, I think it like ebbs and flows for me.
1: No, I'm in the same boat. And when they announced the reunion last week, I got, I wasn't in the best mood. So what I did is like, I put my page on private. I shut off all story responses just because as excited and cool as it was, you know, there was the disappointment where I wasn't asked to be a host. And I needed to really take that time for me or else I probably would have said rude things and I didn't want that. Like, you know, give it like a day before I start kind of responding back to people.
0: Yeah, I completely get that to just, yeah, take some time for yourself. And I feel like it's hard. I remember I didn't get this job one time and like just people hear about it and then like they're like, how are you doing? Like, are you okay? And sometimes you just like, can't answer those questions or you don't want to. So sometimes it's nice to, yeah, just figure your own shit out before you like talk to other people. For sure.
1: I mean, Twitter, you follow me on Twitter, you know what that stream's like. It's all in the open (laughs) there. But on Instagram specifically, I try really hard to stay more positive, I guess.
0: And that's probably, yeah, a nice place where you can separate some of the things like between Twitter and Instagram.
1: Yeah, for sure. I Whenever I, people are like, I follow you on Twitter, I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel sorry for the people that follow my like personal, like, l- like private Instagram or Twitter for sure. But and I feel like sometimes my my RTBP Twitter account is a little cringe, but Twitter, there's just something about it where I feel like I can – yeah, I just want to go there to, like, say fuck. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, my it's my dear diary moments. I'm like, dear Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, me too. Me too. So we're going to get into the Laguna Beach and the Hills Tea, but the first thing I wanted to talk about because it is literally so insane to me is the Dominic West – and Lily James like scandal
1: (laughs) yeah it's very like Kristen Stewart and Rupert whatever his name is was yes still is I'm sure
0: yes oh my gosh that is such a throwback I think that's why I died at this because it feels like celebrity gossip that we just haven't had in such a long time because of the pandemic
1: yeah for sure people I mean, people still aren't really traveling, but those two are just like cheating on every, (laughs) cheating and in the open at an airport.
0: (laughs) Yes. So if you haven't caught up on this drama, uh, the actor Dominic West from The Affair and The Wire, but I really want to highlight that he was an actor in season one of The Affair. And Lily James, who I think... What I know her from is the Cinderella remake. Yeah, same. And the Mamma Mia too. She was in Mamma Mia too. Yes. Okay, yes. So she is also an actor and they are uh filming something um for the BBC in Europe or the UK and they went on like a romantic getaway to Rome. (laughs) <laughs> and there was just tons of paparazzi pictures of them kissing and cuddling. But obviously, the catch is that Dominic has a wife of 10 years and four children.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a part of me that's almost like, is this for PR? Like, was this just yeah. a big PR move? Because it was so public, so talked about, the bizarre Dominic West and his wife's like press conference and a handwritten note. And then I didn't realize that his wife was some kind of, like, Ireland royalty, Irish royalty. And they live in a castle it. together.
0: And I was like, what the fuck's going on? Okay, that actually makes more sense. Because basically on Tuesday, uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. So yesterday, um, he did this wild photo shoot with his wife where they went outside of their castle, like, house and and they kissed and they held up a note that said we're still together and we're like happily married and signed it. But Kate, that's kind of like the royal family vibes when they like do like a press and then put up like an announcement.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was just so wild. And to be honest, I was not, I did not know who Dominic West was before this. I never watched The Affair or anything like that. And I was just like, now I know so much about this man. And allegedly, he cheats all the time. I've seen so many stories come out about him cheating.
0: I know. And he also apparently plays, act like, the roles that he has in his TV and, like, movie career, I guess, have also been all men that have cheated on their wives. It's just not a good look at all. No, it's insane. I mean...
1: It, and it happened so quick it was a, and also this is like a way way throwback um both balthazar getty and sienna miller i remember when they got together he was still married so it has been like a while since we've had something like this in pop culture i guess
0: totally the one that i remember most clearly is the Kristen mm-hmm. stewart hooking up with the director of like snow white or whatever
1: yeah and lily james is from cinderella what's up with those
0: movies <laughs> yeah that's true of the disney remakes <laughs> that's so random <laughs> i think like the weirdest part for me is just that it was so so out in the public that i i at first was like oh maybe they have like an open relationship but then they did the photo shoot so it was like no. Like they they did a a hard pivot there.
1: Yeah, that really threw me off. Right? I could see her saying cuz and there were reports her friends were like, "Oh, she's heartbroken. She's devastated." And the very next day she's like, "Um, we're still
0: together." Yeah, I would have definitely played the victim. <laughs> like that would have been, That would sure. have been the move is like be like the murderer. <laughs> like, "I'm devastated" and like like ruin his life I was
1: I was trying to think of like her group text with her friends being like Dominic cheated on me I hate him but we're gonna do this press conference and it's gonna be really weird but it's gonna be fine
0: I know that was the weirdest part truly Mm -hmm. I wondered if it was because like they have four kids together like do you think that they were just maybe doing it to make the kids feel better I don't know why you'd have to do something like that. I feel like couples
1: always put out joint statements in like People magazine and those go over just fine.
0: That is so true. Like the (laughs) the photo shoot is probably one of the cringiest things I've seen this year. They like had their hands stuffed in their pockets and people were speculating it's because they weren't wearing wedding rings. And then they kissed, but it was like, Basically a kiss between relatives. <laughs> like it, was, it was so closed mouth and like maybe one of their eyes were open. I don't know. It was just, it was so uncomfortable.
1: I've just never seen anything like it, to be honest.
0: <laughs> Me neither. And I think that one of the things I've been thinking about a lot about celebrity gossip in the time of COVID is Just that I'm so starved for information and, like, levity that I will care about anything. Like, these are two people that I, or three people, I guess, that I could care less about. (laughs) But I've been following this story like I'm, like, studying for a test.
1: Right. I'm acting like I know who Dominic West is, and I don't. Like, is he Shane (laughs) West's dad? He could be anybody, but I'm I'm involved.
0: Honestly, he's that old that he like <laughs> could be like he was in The Wire, which is like a show in like the early 90s that I still need to watch. I have not watched it, but I I do need to watch it. Yeah, my dad loved that show. Yeah, I think it's like a very classic television that it just somehow, I don't know, has slipped past me, but I will watch it one day. But yeah, it's it's really interesting and I'm really excited to see how this plays out because I feel like Lily James has had a pretty positive trajectory. Like she mm-hmm. was on the up and up and I don't know. I This, is, this isn't a good luck for anybody involved.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of weird how I do feel like the media usually immediately attacks the woman, but this time they're not, or maybe I they know. are. I haven't seen much of it, but everything I've seen is just about Dominic West.
0: 100%. And I was like, don't get involved with, this sleaze bag. like please don't like you could she was dating the guy from the crown before matt smith and who apparently cheated on
1: her all the time
0: no allegedly i guess i
1: should say allegedly huh? yeah,
0: allegedly no that's so sad i just wish i wish she would she would get a a faithful guy in her corner that's so shitty
1: that's what we want for lily james
0: Ah, It truly is. And it was so alarming seeing them at like tourist spots in Italy just because of the pandemic. It was just all of it was something I couldn't take my eyes off of.
1: Yeah. And again, I want that's why I wonder if it was PR because they're like going to the airport wearing the same things that they were photographed making out in.
0: And I don't know. It's just weird. Do you think that that is a publicity stunt? and they just can't say anything i don't know because lily james was just connected to chris evans too
1: so i'm really not sure because her chris evans were spotted like sharing ice cream during the pandemic <gasps> in a park in england
0: yes i know exactly what you're talking about Oh, that's so devastating. I really hope that this is a PR stunt and she's actually with Chris Evans. Or if that was a PR stunt too. Who knows? (laughs) It does seem kind of weird that if they were having an affair, that they would be like openly kissing and like cuddling at like pretty famous tourist spots and not notice that there was paparazzi because that was another thing that was weird is the shots are all like pretty close shot they're not like really far away yeah they're super clear yeah so I was wondering like how could they not know that there was someone taking those pictures
1: right right I don't I just it doesn't all add up for me
0: yeah I really hope Catherine didn't give a stamp of approval for this if it truly is a PR stunt I'd be like Hell no, you can't do that. That is awful. Like, I'm going to look like a dummy.
1: Yeah, I, I'm i going PR stunt on this one. I really
0: wild. am. Okay, that is wild. Honestly, it's 2020. I, <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if it comes out that this was one. Do you think that Catherine is upset that her friend talked to the press? Because that was another thing that... Like, that's another piece of the puzzle that one of her friends, yeah, said she was shocked and, like, devastated that this happened.
1: Yeah, but I think, I think you almost have to expect that. Who knows if her, if she didn't, like, tell her friend to do that. I almost feel like anyone can be, like, a source, quote, unquote. So whoever wrote that could have just been, like, let's just say a source told us. I don't know. So if I wanted to be petty, I would have my best friend go to TMZ and sell every story
0: possible. So it could even be just that. That's true. Because I would want to come out looking like the good person. right? Exactly. And have
1: your friends do the dirty work. They probably don't like him anyway.
0: Totally. Yeah. Well, if he's like allegedly hooked up with other people, I just find, yeah, I find that super alarming. And like, oh. People can just do so much better than Dominic West. Like you're, <laughs> you're Irish royalty. Like find a find a haughty like Irishman. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, for sure. I guess I read something. I don't know how true it is, but she, her family was like going to lose whatever house they lived in. And then it just said, but Dominic bought it with his American money and saved it. So I don't know if maybe there's just a lot of layers there.
0: Well, I hope she signed a prenup or I hope she just gets the house.
1: I hope no prenup so she can get the money, too.
0: Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I hope she milks it for all that he's worth and then just like moves on to someone better. Because I don't know. Do you you think that there's any winners in this situation? No, I don't think so. Although they will be
1: talked about for quite some time. So I guess it just depends how you, if you feel like bad press is still good press.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people do. That's something I just could not handle if there was like these types of rumors about me. For Um, sure. I just would not be able to do that. I don't know how other celebrities can spin it.
1: No, I have no idea either. I mean, I get like one negative comment and people are like, you should be happy that you have haters. I'm like, no, I'm not happy for
0: that. I know. I'm like, you think my self-esteem can take a hit like that? (laughs) Exactly. I hate that. Yeah, I've had some comments about like my voice and stuff like that. And it's like, that's so mean because I can't change that. Like (laughs) I'm really I really feel like it's like off limits to talk about things that people can't like change.
1: I agree with you. I agree on that.
0: Let's get into some Laguna Beach and the hills because I feel like that's why everyone's here. <laughs> I asked um, on my Instagram and Twitter if anyone had questions, and we got quite a few. Uh, the first one was about Lauren and Whitney's reunion on With Wit. What did you think about that? I felt like it was really awkward, honestly. And I, I have never listened to
1: Whitney's podcast before that. And I almost felt like Whitney sounded really nervous at the beginning, but I don't know if that might just be her voice, honestly.
0: Yeah, I also have never listened to her podcast, but I do watch her YouTube channel and I highly recommend people check it out. But she's really natural there and she seemed so nervous on the podcast with Lauren and I feel like people really look up to Lauren as maybe, like, a role model or, like, I don't know, the most successful person from the TV show because they all seemed to treat her, and I guess she was the star of The Hills, but they seemed really nervous, or she seemed really nervous to, to even speak with her.
1: Yeah, and I think with Whitney, she wanted to have, like, a deeper conversation, but everything with Lauren was, like, surface level.
0: That's so true. Whitney asked so many good questions about, like, lauren distancing herself and getting yeah hate mail or whatever and um just really great questions about yeah recovering from filming the tv show and lauren just like gave such pr answers and she just kind of gave one sentence answers to like some pretty open-ended questions and i was kind of disappointed by that
1: Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, As the interview went on, I think Whitney got a lot more comfortable, but maybe it was even, you know, a tad of frustration that she wanted to have a deeper conversation that wasn't there.
0: I listened to the whole thing, both parts. And Mm -hmm. then I just tweeted, like, if you want to recap, here's like the three main points. And none of it was like even to do with Lauren, I don't think.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I just, I think it was two people who were once friends and kind of, drifted apart and I know Lauren said you and I will have always have a really close connection and I was like maybe but
0: it doesn't sound like that no they truly sounded like they hadn't talked in like 10 years which is right about the time that they filmed the hills do you know why they drifted apart like Whitney mentioned a friend that they had um like that Lauren had a falling out with and Whitney was really close friends with. But do you know why they like initially kind of drifted apart?
1: I don't. And a few people asked me about that because I think it was Whitney had a fallout with someone Lauren became close with. Oh, okay. And I believe it was a producer on the hills. A few people have DM'd me the name. I can't remember it right now, but that's what a lot of people are guessing. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's anyone we ever met.
0: That's probably a good guess because Whitney and Lauren always reference, like, producers that they're still friends with. Mm -hmm. that like, obviously we wouldn't necessarily know who they are. Right. Did Whitney attend Lauren's wedding? I don't believe so. I'm pretty
1: sure the only ones who did, I think, Lo was in the wedding party. And then, like, her Laguna crew went. And I believe Stephanie Pratt went.
0: Okay. Yeah. I just find that so weird because Whitney is one of the people that I'd want to keep around because she's just so normal.
1: Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. I agree with you completely. I think I've said on my podcast, like the one friendship I could really believe would be Lauren and Whitney.
0: Yeah. Cause on the TV show, they never had drama Mm -mm. like that was Even when Whitney, like, went to Paris over Lauren, like, they didn't really have, like, huge drama like Stephanie and Audrina and Heidi. Right. They were always very cool in my – I always thought at least. Totally. Do you watch Whitney and Timmy's recaps of The City? I don't because I haven't watched The City. So – Wild.
1: Yeah. I've never watched it. And I remember I liked Whitney. But I was like Whitney can't carry a show like back what when I was like 15 or 16 just like a little asshole of a teenager so I do want to watch it and I don't want them to like get in my head before I watch an episode. So what I'll probably do is like watch an episode watch their recap do a
0: podcast something like that. I love that. And you were totally right. I don't think she really can carry a show. She, like, that's why I probably like her the best, though, is because she's the person that I, like, can see myself. She just seems the realest and seems like the one that I would want to hang out with most. And that just comes off as bad TV because... She's just so normal and like really level-headed.
1: Exactly. I actually talked to my boss about this today and he was like, why aren't there nice people on reality TV? And I'm like, because they're boring. I was like, you need one or two nice people and then make them all crazy. That's
0: all you need. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Um. But yeah, I have such a soft spot for Whitney, but not for any of the hills in the city like things. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've been thinking about, and I think you touched on your podcast a little bit, but Lauren and like Stephen, etc., really leaned away from Laguna Beach, like after, especially after the Hills wrapped, or you you even talked about how Stephen and Lauren still hung out during the the Hills taping and like lived in LA and wasn't featured on the show. Why do you think that recently? like they've leaned back into that
1: because they see how good Laguna Biatch is doing.
0: <laughs> honestly, no,
1: I don't know. I think it's been so much time since the show. And honestly, maybe they look at my page for a temperature check and see people are still really interested. So they're more open to it. Cause Kristen's always leaned into it. She was like, yeah, I was a bitch on the Hills in Laguna. I don't care. But I also think after the Hills, Lauren got a really bad rep. Like people will rewatch it and be like, oh, she's actually not a good friend. And I think yes. Steven just wants to be remembered for like one tree hill, not Laguna Beach. <laughs>
0: Yeah, fair enough. That's actually so true. I really like Lauren as a person, but, um, and I really liked her during the time of the Hills. But honestly, she seems so judgmental and yeah, like really... I don't know, just like arrogant, I guess, or just like above other people um, who had, I don't know, specific boy drama and stuff. And yeah, I really I really get that.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I was someone who was definitely a Lauren in my early 20s. I told all my friends I hated their boyfriends, why I hated their boyfriends and why they should break up. And they're like, don't you have anything going on in your life that you can just like
0: focus on? I'm like, no, I don't. So... <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people can slip into that like the Lauren type friend. It's yeah. it's probably just I don't know, something easy to do. But and I think she's grown definitely grown from For that. Sure. We all sucked in our early twenties. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> I don't I know how old you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> but oh, um, I'm 28. Okay. So yeah, and that's another reason why I think People have been loving the resurgence of this is because people like us in their late 20s are like longing for that, like nostalgic, like early 2000s, simpler times type of things. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And just going off like the early 20s with Lauren and all of that, I even have that issue with a lot of Laguna people. People would be like, Alex M was such a bitch. And I'm like, first of all, it was a lot of editing.
0: Second of all, she's 17 drunk in Cabo. Like, come on. I know. And if there was cameras when I was 17, it would look the exact same as Laguna Beach. If there were
1: cameras when I was like 21, it would still probably look like Laguna Beach. Like, just a mess.
0: Honestly, I know especially with the alcohol Um, I love how you point that out and you always say allegedly and I, I feel like you give people sometimes too much slack because <laughs> I feel like it's so obvious but yeah that's maybe another reason why I just loved it so much is because it truly looked like a snapshot of like my own life or what I wanted mm-hmm. it to look like. Exactly exactly. So we've kind of alluded to to the Laguna Beach reunion, but Stephen, Dieter, Trey, Polster, and then um, Emily was the host. And then mm-hmm. there was Christina, Morgan, Kristen, Lowe, and Talon. Yes. And of course, LC. Why do you think it was just those people selected? Like, why not Jessica or, I don't know, just other cast members
1: I have no idea. I was told by a season two cast member they weren't even asked to join.
0: Okay, so it's just kind of like the OG crew? Yeah, but in my opinion, season two, I live
1: and die for season two. That season, I think that season made Laguna iconic.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I thought that Jessica had such a huge storyline that... I don't know. I feel like she's one of the ones that people remember the most. At her and Jason,
1: like, carried season two.
0: 100%. Jason was another person that it seemed weird, him not being there. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree with you.
0: I wonder if there's other people who wanted to be there and just didn't get the invite, or do you think that these are the people, because it was for, like, uh, an election, they, they first... Uh, Steven, Dieter, Trey and Lauren first did it to get people to vote. Do you think that people, because it's like politically inclined, like didn't want to participate?
1: No, I I think it was just they wanted the season one cast. I don't know why, but I'm sure there was some kind of thing where maybe one of the cast members was like, no, I don't want to be on camera with an ex or something like that.
0: Oh my gosh. It was so long ago. I don't know. I feel like that would be weird to have a problem with that, but I'm excited nonetheless. Any other things you want to touch up about the Laguna Beach reunion? No, not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how
1: it goes. I. The one thing I will say is I think a lot of people think that they're going to be like really deep questions about Laguna and all this stuff. And I'm sure there'll be some, but I do think it's gonna be very surface level, unfortunately. Um, and i I hope I hope I'm wrong, honestly, because I would love to have like deeper questions. One of my favorite questions to ask them for any of the cast members that I've had is like, when did you know Laguna was a big deal? I would like
0: to hear you know, Lauren and Stevens answer. That's, I think, the most interesting part is just about how their lives changed like, after Laguna, and you're right, because there was no social media. Mm -hmm. Like, how did they know that they were pretty, like, huge stars, especially in the MTV world? But I agree that I think it's going to be surface level, and that's why I like your lives so much, because I feel like they – the cast, like, does open up more than they would in, like, an official capacity.
1: Yeah, it's actually something I'm really proud of, and I think that that's the whole – community we've been able to build with Laguna Biatch like people aren't nasty and disrespectful so they know that or cast members know that when they join there might be some comments that come through but I really moderate it and some I'll never forget during the Jason live I put I always put up like an ask questions what questions you want me to ask someone's like ask him if Lauren's the one who got away no I'm not gonna ask him that he's married
0: with a kid like come on (laughs) literally that is, like, that. It's really personal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you don't want to, like, scare them off when this is, like, the best information we're going to get from them. hmm For sure. <laughs> did you ever watch Newport Harbor? I did, but I don't really remember it, to be
1: honest. I remember giving it a few episodes and being like, this isn't Laguna Beach and just moving on.
0: Yeah. Why do you think that like Newport Harbor or is it the fourth season of Laguna, the third, or the, thir- the third season of Laguna? Why do you think that those just didn't have the same success as season one and two?
1: It's actually funny because I asked Kendra and Cami that question. They were on season three and they're yes. both like, it just wasn't good. They were like, we just did not mesh all together. Like they did the first two seasons. And honestly, I don't hate season three. I think season three is fun as long as you don't, you're not like, oh wait, this isn't the same as one and two. And it's like, correct. It's not, it's its own thing. But I didn't think it was that bad. And I rewatched it recently and I was like, it's really not terrible I think everyone just missed Lauren and Steven and Kristen so
0: yeah I think that's pretty much the same with the city is if you're not comparing it to the hills Mm -hmm. you'll be happy but if you are then you'll be upset
1: (laughs) for sure and Newport Harbor like I said I don't really remember anything about it there was just nothing that was I think the girl Chrissy I remember she had a really big smile like that's the, the only real thing I remember about Newport Harbor
0: I don't even remember any of the plot points. Mm-mm. Um, they just yeah, they never seem to have the like commercial success as Laguna does. But yeah. it seemed like they were trying to catch like catch the same break that they had with Laguna, and that that's just near impossible, I feel, yeah, I
1: definitely agree with that.
0: um, you've talked on your podcast also about like how the first couple seasons of Laguna in the hills were more real, and then there was more producer like intervention in the later seasons and therefore to me they seem worse mm-hmm. and then I feel like in comparison like shows like The Bachelor and stuff like that have such heavy producer intervention nowadays why do you think I don't know reality TV is like shifted that way when to me the best has been when it's so natural and like the most authentic? I honestly don't know. That's a really good question. I think when it came
1: to the Hills and even shows like Vanderpump Rules, I don't, do you watch that? I'm not sure. No, no. But it's almost like the cast thinks ends up thinking that they're producers. And I think that that is also a big issue, but I don't, I don't know, because like you said, when it's not scripted, when it's very natural, those are the scenes that you really like. I don't know if there's just
0: not enough, like, <laughs> good drama sitcoms anymore, but I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like parts that you highlight on your podcast are always, like, when the girls are having, like, a friend moment or, like, the one that I always think about is them singing Kelly Clarkson in the mm-hmm. back of the limo. like just the ones that just seem so real and yeah, I feel like it seemed contrived in both Laguna and the Hills as we got like into later seasons.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I know Laguna they'll, they basically the cast members will be like, you know, production kind of used 17 year olds against each other. That's kind of how it worked. And whereas in the Hills, Lauren wanted to be portrayed a certain way at one point. Eventually, I think she's like, I'm not filming with Spencer or Heidi anymore. Um, I kind of want a nicer edit. And it's interesting that producers kind of cave to that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's a really good question. I'd actually like to ask that to like a producer.
0: (laughs) Some of the things that I think about are just, yeah, that there's no organic storylines so they need to make something Mm -hmm. up and then yeah the cast maybe has a realization about what this is because you're right like why it was probably so good is because it was young people that had no idea what was happening Mm -hmm. and parents that probably also didn't know and then once you start to have those realizations like I could ask to be portrayed in a good light to set me up after the show. Yeah, you just lose some of that kind of natural chemistry and organic, like, storylines. Yeah. Did you or do you watch Siesta Key? Because that's done by the same producer or creator of Laguna and the Hills. I haven't. I've tried, and it's honestly, I feel like it's, like, people walking in slow motion for 45 minutes. (laughs) That's so funny. Just this with the storylines or are you talking about the actual shots that are like set up like glamour shots? I don't
1: I've only watched one episode. I really tried and I was just like this seems overly produced. I can't even get into the drama because again it's all just them slow motion walking across a beach and then they're at a bar and they're like she's a bitch no she's a bitch and then it's like a commercial and I'm like wait 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 what
0: yeah that's fair I watch it and I really enjoy it but it is so different of like the old days of reality tv like they all get their hair and makeup done and you can tell when scenes are set up like hey it's time to talk about this and it it does take away a lot of the magic because I think yeah, people know what their lives could be like if the show is successful and there's just a, I don't know, a clear need for things to go, I don't know, their way maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm i am sure that's true. And I'm probably a little jaded because I do like Lagoon in the Hills so much that I'm like, mm, I'm not even gonna get into this. And that's honestly probably a me issue because <laughs> I know a lot of people love Siesta Key. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. Because it, it does have the same vibe. It just seems, yeah, a lot more polished. um, And the cast is a little bit older. They're college age, not high school. And it's just the same, I think, fantasy of like living in a beach, mm-hmm. a small beach town and having friends and going on like romantic dates and stuff like that, that people really still watch it for. Yeah, maybe I'll give it another shot.
1: Maybe I won't be such a hater.
0: <laughs> yeah. did you ever watch this is a canadian question for you because as everyone knows i'm canadian but did you ever watch the after show with dan levy and jesse kirkshank
1: no i didn't what sucked is my whole life my mom had a strict bedtime for me right so like when lagoon when Laguna or the hills was on i could stay up till 10 or 10 30 or whenever it ended but not a second later like I could not if I even tried to catch an after show my mom would just take like the cable box which she used to do she used to take the cable box to work so it was like okay I'll just go to
0: bed that's so funny I love that she went to those lengths (laughs) and it was the worst
1: punishment to be
0: honest yes I would feel the exact same way because Yeah, obviously I like watching TV and... (laughs)
1: Yeah, but no, unfortunately I didn't. I've seen clips and I just, I wish that I got to watch it when it was on.
0: Yeah, it reminds me a lot of your page because it was really small. Obviously it was Canadian produced. It was on MTV Canada. So I think even the first couple seasons didn't even air in the US. And then it just gained such a following and had such a presence that by the end of the hills all of the cast members had been like guests on the show and and they hosted the series finale party right they did which is so huge which is what i see for your page with this this laguna beach reunion so maybe one day maybe one day but yeah it it's kind of wild but um, I'm so happy because Dan Levy has had such great success with, like, Schitt's Creek. But he's so funny. He's so funny and he's so famous now, but his roots were in a, a Laguna Beach recap show.
1: <laughs> that's incredible. That gives me such hope.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly. Is that where you see your career? Like, is that something that's of interest to you to be an influencer? No,
1: definitely not an (laughs) influencer. Um, I get, you know, influencers, people can make fun of them. But I feel like if I had to put myself on my story every day and post pictures with like whatever product, that's a lot of work. Um, Maybe a writer of some sort, but I didn't even expect the page to become as big as it is. And it's still very shocking to me. (laughs) But I don't know. I guess I just want to see where it takes me. I think there has to be some kind of opportunity eventually. So, I'm not giving up on it just yet even though like I said last week there was a point where I was like, "No, I'm
0: done." <laughs> I know that's so frustrating, but I totally agree that I I see this yeah, blossoming into something special and well, I can't you. wait to see what that is. <laughs> thank you so much. No worries. Um, A few other questions, kind of moving more into the Kristen, very cavalry realm. Um, She's been spotted with a comedian, like, on dates. Are you surprised that she moved on so fast from her divorce with Jay Cutler?
1: I don't think so. I mean, I think that Jay and Kristen were kind of broken up for a little bit before they even announced it. And she's probably just trying to have some fun. You know, she gets to get a weekend away from her kids and she's in Chicago. She might as well make out with a cute, cute comedian.
0: Yeah. Honestly, it reminded me of the old Kristen. And it made me so happy.
1: (laughs) Single Kristen. I feel like she's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Totally. Because that's what, like, what I loved her about her so much in Laguna is that she was so confident and she played all of these guys, like, Steven and Talon and yeah it was just even that guy she made out with that uh, <laughs> yes yes so I'm like so excited to see where this goes because yeah I I don't know single Kristen's the best Kristen
1: I'm like she deserves to have some fun she was married for a long time and let it let her have some fun <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I totally agree with you that the relationship like possibly was was over. Um they had that really long trip at the beginning of quarantine that yeah. was weird to me where they were stuck.
1: And I don't think they even like stayed together during that trip from everything I've heard. So, I'm sure even before that they maybe they were just trying to have like one last family trip or something, but But, yeah, I mean, I think Jay's moving on as well, just not as –
0: hasn't been caught, I should say. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Do you think they'll both stay in Nashville, or do you think they'll move elsewhere? I don't know. I think so, because her Uncommon James headquarters is here, and I know
1: Jay has a lot of roots in Nashville. I think if they move anywhere, it would be back in Chicago – not not L.A. I think it would either it would probably be back in Chicago if they do move.
0: OK, that's really interesting. Today, I actually listened to your podcast with Shannon. That's where I am in your your huge <laughs> inventory. Of I do have a episodes. lot of episodes. <laughs> so many, but it's been so nice to um, just binge them all through quarantine. Are you still friends with Shannon? Yeah, we still we, we're still pretty friendly. Cool. Yeah. It must be hard, obviously, to keep in touch with certain people during COVID. Um, you were a big Shannon supporter during the episode. Do you still feel like you're team Shannon?
1: I think I'm team Kelly kind of fucked up, right? I think I took a side way too much, honestly, especially considering I ran a fan page for basically Kristen, um i wish i handled it differently i really let some things kind of cloud my judgment and shannon never tried to do that that was all me like i'm not putting that on shannon at all but i do think that i kind of shot myself in the foot a bit i kind of thought i had this like inside scoop and i'll I'll be honest i was kind of like feeling myself a little bit i'm like ooh like i'm getting all this inside information but it's also kind of like you're running a fan page for Laguna Beach and Kristen was on Laguna Beach and now you're kind of shitting on her show and like everything about it so I did not handle that well and I think that there are a lot of things that happen on both sides to be honest I do think it was a mistake firing Shannon because she I liked her on the show I thought she brought a lot of like funness to the show but again I do think I was too team Shannon and it was kind of like her and I started to become friends as that happened. So it was a really weird, like, me wanting to protect my friend and kind of use a platform that I had. I don't know if I'm making any sense. They both probably were in the wrong at some points, but I chose to try and defend this friendship that I was having, this friendship I still do have. So,
0: again, I think I was just too much about this. I think that makes total sense. I think it's everyone's natural inkling to support their friends. And you're totally right about her presence on Very Cavalry and the show really missing it. Like, mm-hmm. I actually think that, I know in the episode she kind of talked about this, but I truly do think she was like the breakout star. And if she continued, would have, like, I think she was one of the main players in the show and I didn't, I don't even think I super watched it after she left.
1: No, I, I agree. I mean, I watched it just because I want to torture myself, <laughs> but, but it's crazy. So I'm also really close with Colby D she's become one of like my best friends and they tried to make her out to be a mean girl. And she just isn't like, she's just not. And I mean, she had a few moments on the show. But again, it was kind of like, that's not Shannon. Do you know what I mean?
0: So you don't think that it was super set up for TV drama? Like, Kristen needed a huge kind of... Because it was one of the main plot points of season one. And if it wasn't there, like, what would the show have been about? What do you mean? Her firing
1: Shannon? Yeah, Yeah. I think Kristen knew it would make for good TV. I do because even Shannon said she should have been fired before that. But, but again, I, I think they both had their reasons for the things that they did. And I think that I was too vocal about being on one team rather than the other. And I mean, I've learned from it, (laughs) so, but I've not, I guess I've never really talked about it that much, but looking back on it, I was like, I got a little bit in my head. I got a little bit bigger of a head being like, oh, well, now I have all this information and I'm cool. When really it's like, Kelly, stop, you
0: know? Well, I get that because she did share a lot about what happened and the the plot points that she thought were made up, like when she was talking about how they said that she missed meetings and like phone calls and stuff like that. So... But then also, I don't think she was great at her job anyways. So I I don't know. I really do see both sides of the story. But I think it's hard not to take a side. And I feel like the show wanted us to take Kristen's side. And then when you hear the other person's, like, Shannon's side, you're like, how could I have been, like, bamboozled into into thinking it was just Kristen? So I, I... I get why you would have jumped on the Team Shannon train. Yeah, and Shannon's always been good to me as well. So it was just
1: kind of, I don't know, it was a lot of things going on. And like I said, I think I got a little too bold.
0: I appreciate that you can be like self-aware. Of yeah. That. I I don't think it came off that way though, truly. That's good to know. I think the the thing that struck me most is how Shannon was like, this was my real job this was like my real friend and I was kind of at the company's like start I I do wonder like if Kristen had fired her privately and then she just didn't come back to the show like do you think they could have salvaged that relationship I think so I think that in a way Shannon felt like and this
1: is me just Shannon never said this but I feel like in a way she probably felt like Kristen was using her for a storyline and maybe that hurt even more.
0: That's one of the things that I always wonder about these types of reality TV shows is how you can just get over some of these things when it's so blurry between what's your life and what's the the TV show. Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, I've even had work relationships where I'm close with my manager and then my manager has to yell at me about something and it's kind of like, I thought we were f- Friends, why are you doing this? And adding, like, a reality TV show on top of that, I can't even imagine.
0: Neither can I. And that's why I wish at the Laguna Beach reunion we could talk about some of those things, like, kind of these more deeper things about how it affected them or their relationships or, like, people that were actually dating, like Kristen and Steven, and then they threw in this Lauren plot. So... Ah, oh, that's the stuff that I would just really like to find out. Yeah,
1: I agree with you.
0: Okay, we're going to move to this week in petty. Do you have a story you would like to share? I'm trying
1: to think. I've been plenty petty in my day. I I have. <laughs> I even think some of the stuff I did with Shannon was on petty level um i really do like i got to break the news that she was fired before any news outlet did that was petty of me i do (laughs) i like to think now that i'm 29 i'm not as petty as i used to be but i'll still send out you know a shady tweet i'll still text somebody and be like hey what did you mean when you said or recently i knew a friend said something about me to another friend. So I texted her, and I'm like, You know what I think's really funny? And then it was just like do'm do'm do. you know I don't know. I try to be more direct <laughs> than like petty, but I'm trying to think, maybe not recently, but I know there have been times where I've worked in like retail. like back in the day, retail to me was like cutthroat, like a sink or swim in retail. And this girl, was like hooking up with this guy and I found out that she also hooked up with his best friend
0: so I told him (laughs) oh my god I love that and I blame it on being raised on Laguna Beach (laughs) honestly you're like this is my chance for the dramatic tv show yeah so I I would say like early
1: 20s all I ever did was be petty
0: same here. Well, obviously and like I continue to be to this day. I love on your podcast when you talk about yeah, how direct you are with some people and yeah, I just feel like you live really like authentically. I try really hard. Um there's still, you know, I like talk shit. I'll always talk shit,
1: but I will also say it to someone's face. If someone was to be like, "Did you say this?" I'd be like, "I did and this is why." <laughs>
0: That is amazing. Cause if anyone ever said this to me, I would deny, <laughs> deny, deny, lie until like it's it's like gone. Yeah, I I mean
1: I used to, and then eventually I just, I just talked too much shit. <laughs> got called out yeah. all the time. And I'm like, all right, I just have to own it.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. I feel like maybe like that hasn't happened to me in like many, many years. So maybe nowadays I'd be like, yeah, because my feelings were hurt, or I was feeling shitty about myself, or you did something mean or whatever. But yeah, back in the day I would have just like back, walked in the day, in circles. back
1: in the day I would stir that pot like no bit like with both hands, like, let's go. Let's make some crazy shit happen.
0: <laughs> I love that. And I actually think that Laguna Beach has had more of an impact on my life than I like let it or like think it does because like now that you're thinking about this or talking about this I literally I swear I moved to Victoria because it was like the most like Laguna Beach it's true it's true like Laguna in the Hills just made me want to talk bad
1: about everybody behind their (laughs) back
0: yeah literally and then like confront them at a party with my red solo cup in hand
1: right and not really give a fuck about their feelings which is the worst because now I care so much I'm like maybe if I was a little more compassionate when I was in my early 20s <laughs> or even like Honestly. I always say early 20s because 21 to 23 I was a complete nightmare of a person
0: <laughs> I think my nightmare phase was like 16 to 20 okay <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was a late – like, I didn't drink or anything till I was about 20 once alcohol got
0: in my system. Yeah, you went hard. Exactly. (laughs) I've been thinking a lot about how it feels like my chance – this is actually so sad. I I don't know why I'm vocalizing this, but, like, when I look back at these shows like Laguna in the Hills, I'm like, I feel like my chance to be, like, a reality TV – like Darlene is over because I'm 28 now
1: I feel you I'm like I mean real world's not on anymore but I aged out of that like what five years ago
0: (laughs) honestly I feel like that's so hard like I'm like why didn't I try harder to get on one of these like tv shows absolutely yeah and now I'm I'm just I'm way too old like now I would be in the phase where you're like supposed to have all your shit together and that's just not the case <laughs> I mean big brother I don't think has a cutoff. no it doesn't but it does skew a lot it it's usually like a handful of people over 30 but mostly people in their early 20s I don't think I would
1: do well in big brother anyway
0: <laughs> me too just because I'm claustrophobic but that is something <laughs> that I'm like I'd have to so
1: annoyed in. I'd have to be petty <laughs>
0: me too but that's the thing that's why we'd be good is because we can just talk shit behind everybody's (laughs) that like I could lie on a couch and whisper in someone's ear for hours about other people (laughs) like that's my ideal like pastime you need to be on it you need to be on it now (laughs) honestly I, I hope someone's listening did you catch on the with wit podcast with Lauren that they suggested a big brother style house for the new season of The Hills? I
1: did. And I know Brody Jenner actually held out and he was like, no, we're not doing that. So they're going to resume filming in LA, I think in about a month. And had they have done a Big Brother style house in like 2007, when everyone was still on the show and younger, that would have been insane. Like a Jersey Shore style house? Sign me up for that.
0: Yeah, But not now.
1: They have kids. there. yeah, they're not... They're not how they were
0: no it would have been so awkward because we kind of know how the the meat is made so it would have just been so weird for them to like we know that the new reboot of the hills they're not all best friends <clears throat> hanging out all the time irl so like i really don't want them to to do that so i'm really glad that someone said like no that's not our style
1: i'm glad brody jenner was the voice of reason <laughs>
0: yeah who would have thought it eh? <laughs> Uh, okay, switching gears to our pettyweight champion of the week because I was a perfect angel this week. I've got no this week in <laughs> that I want to admit on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, our pettyweight champion of the week is Miss Demi Lovato. She has been in the news so much because of her breakup with Max. I'm not even going to. Trying to pronounce Erich. his last name. Erich, or Eric. it Erich, It doesn't matter. We don't need to learn that because he's <laughs> gonna, he's going to be a distant memory soon. Uh, but she, yeah, released a song. Uh, Still have me, which is wild. Her her like production and management team didn't even know. I don't um, believe Max- that.
1: I don't believe it.
0: Do you think it was Ready Waiting in the Wings?
1: Absolutely. Scooter Braun was like, you just broke up. We're going to release a song. We are going to capitalize on this.
0: Amazing. But she's like, if there was a fight, she is coming out on top. Like, this isn't a lose-lose situation like our buddy um, Lily James. And (laughs) I don't even remember his name, Dominic West. (laughs)
1: Lily James, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) Like, yeah, get a team like Scooter Braun, even though he's so gross. <laughs> but yeah, so she released a song. She's been, she released a second song about like voting today, which is wild. Commander in Chief. She also made this post where she's like, now I have boobs and love myself.
1: I'm like, okay, Demi, let's keep going.
0: <laughs> Honestly. And Max is doing staged paparazzi pictures at the beach spidey did it better (laughs) honestly it looked so like spencer pratt and heidi montag back in the day it i'm like this whose idea was this
1: i have no idea and i put up like a comparison between him and heidi and someone was like be nice to him he's heartbroken i'm like no i'm not gonna be nice to him he's thirsty he's not heartbroken
0: no he does not deserve that at all like I don't know they were together for like six months yeah and no I don't think anyone thought it was gonna last I think it ended sooner than I thought it was but yeah we knew that this wasn't like end game for Demi and I'm glad yeah she's like profiting (laughs) off of it and he (laughs) is like disappearing into the night (laughs)
1: that's that's what we need we need Max to just disappear
0: yeah, like he posted on his Instagram stories about his new movie while he was claiming that he didn't know that they had broken up except for hearing about it in the news.
1: Yeah, but he made sure to plug that movie title.
0: It's so weird to me. It's 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 weird in 2020 because of how transparent it looks.
1: Yeah, and it's weird to me that some people still can't pick up on that. And I don't know if it's just because I am like a pop culture fanatic and a follow everything, but I'm like, no, he did that. He did it on purpose to say his movie title.
0: 100%. And I think like I have the same issue with you. I'm like, how could anyone believe that any of this is real? But people do. Like if you just quickly glance at it or if you're not like media literate, like you really believe it's true and then – I don't know. They have everyone fooled. But if you're into pop culture, like it's such a two thousand and like seven move that I can't believe it actually occurred.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I agree. I will say one petty thing that Max did, which I kind of appreciated. He started posting Taylor Swift songs in his story. And, like, Demi and Taylor don't get along. Obviously, Scooter and Taylor don't. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of funny. But then he started to get scary, like,
0: crying on his Instagram story. And I'm just – all eyes on Demi. Please keep her safe. Posting the Taylor Swift songs, like, that was pretty funny. I will (laughs) give him that. But everything else was, like, such a disaster that – I don't know. I kind of just want to forget this ever happened. I
1: want to forgive him and I want to forget him.
0: (laughs) that's iconic. I think we'll end on that note. Because <laughs> I don't think we're gonna be able to top that. Um, if people are interested in following whatever you've got going on, where can people find you? It's Laguna underscore biatch on Instagram.
1: On you know, if you search my podcast, it's just Laguna biatch. My ins- my Twitter handle is Laguna biatch ig. And then I also have a YouTube channel where I've uploaded a lot of cast interviews. Again, Laguna Biatch.
0: I love it. And I highly recommend you check it out if you're looking for like some early, early 2000s nostalgia or just want to like dive back into something that seems so, I don't know, pure. I agree. <laughs> like definitely check it out. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for being here. I had so much fun. Me too. Okay, we'll do it again sometime. For sure. Thank you again, Kelly, for joining me on the podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, it is almost RTBP's second year anniversary. And we're going to have a birthday party. I'm making a clip show for the anniversary episode. So if you have any clips that you want me to include... Make sure you get in touch. As always, if there's something that you want to hear more of or for me to discuss or a guest that you really liked that you want to come back, just let me know. I'm super open to hearing about all of those things. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to rate and review RTBP on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at RTBP Podcast. And join our listener Facebook group, Ready to Be Petty Podcast Group. I hope you are healthy and safe out there. As always, I'm your host Tori and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.